0: Scriptures. Uh, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Then we're going to go to Matthew 6, 25 through 33. Um, and uh, these are two familiar verses. You've heard them before. I preached from them before. But um, I want to talk to you, and I just can't get past this subject of the mind. Um, I want to talk to you from the topic Victory over an Anxious Mind. Victory over an Anxious Mind. Can you say that after me? Victory Victory. over Over. an an Anxious Mind. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer. And supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus now let's go back to Matthew 6 now Paul says it one way and he really gets it from Jesus now this is how Jesus talks about it Um, Let's read, starting at verse 25, begin. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon These things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. God bless the reading of his word. Victory over an anxious mind victory over an anxious mind. We continue with this message on the mind and we talked uh, the last two weeks about the essence of God and life. That we sometimes focus on the righteousness of God and the, the holiness of God. Uh, but we forget that um, God The essence of God also is life. He breathed into man the breath of life. He brought forth creation. He brought forth life in animals and creatures uh, and living things. So, So God is about life. And then he sent Jesus Christ to experience what it would be like to live as a man. Jesus was God, but he was also man. And Christ Jesus said that he came to give you life and life more abundantly. Christ said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. Now, we're living in a crazy time, and uh, I'm not a doom and gloom preacher. I do know what's going on. I do know Russia has invaded Ukraine. Uh, I do know there is unrest in our economy. I do know that because of the COVID and because of the lack of labor, I have never seen so many help wanted signs in my whole life. I have never ever in my life seen so many help wanted signs. I've seen signs where it says $1,000 bonus. We'll hire you on the spot. I've never seen so much. And you wonder, where are all the people? I'm saying that uh, I, I do know that I could preach doom and gloom. And, and, um, but, but Isaiah says, tell the righteous, it shall be well with you. I know, in the midst of all of this, t- someone look at somebody and say, it's going to be well with you. If you stay with the Lord. Now, if you come out of his will, I, I can't promise you anything. So I don't I don't too much deal with doom and gloom. Um, uh, but, but the essence of God is life. And God wants you to live until He comes back. Until He comes back. And we are not supposed to be conformed to this world. But we are to have a kingdom mind in Christ. And that happens by the renewing, renewing, not renewed, renewing of the mind. Every day my mind is being renewed. We have not obtained, but I'm, I'm pressing Toward the mark. Are you hearing me? Uh, so so uh, we, we, we have to admit that the old mind was influenced and corrupted by the lens of the family. By the lens of environment, media, friends, culture. And then also our experiences. So, so, so we view life in a slighted view. And then that's why the conforming of our mind need to be renewed in the word of God by Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So the sanctification process also includes the mind. But now we come to what is called one of the hallmarks of our modern culture. One of the hallmarks. Hallmarks, that that word means one of the stamps, one of the signatures of our modern culture. And do you not know it is anxiety and worry? Anxiety and worry. Now, I am told by statistics and research that I am told that America leads the world in, in anxiety and worry. And and right now, anxiety has passed depression and all other disorders. Anxiety has even passed depression. And um, I'm also told over the last 30 years, anxiety disorders have jumped more than 1,200%. More than 1,200% based on a university study. Um, Now, what is anxiety? We have to define that so everybody's on the same page. It is an intense, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. I'll say that again. It is an intense, excessive and persistent worry and fear about every day situations everybody on the same page now so when we talk about anxiety and worry it's 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 intense it's it's an excessive and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations so uh the question comes so what is america so worried about what is america so worried about well uh, the top 5 they say number 1 personal income they're worried about their personal income i don't see how they don't want to go to work I don't know what do you mean <laughs> they hiring y'all uh, okay i'm not going <laughs> to Number two, they're worried about the social security system. Wondering if there's going to be enough money when they get a certain age to uh, withdraw social security. Number three, they're worried about possible terrorist attacks. Um, Number four, they're worried about health care and availability. I should say they're... we, we, we're Americans, we're worried about. Health care and availability. And then number five, race relations. And those are the f- top five from the people um, that uh, they, they, they quote now. Um, Statistics only uh, mirror and identify who they interview. So I'm sure some of us can put some other things on that list that that uh, can be can be a worry, are you hearing me um, so uh but we do know if anxiety is not checked or if anxiety is not dealt with, it could lead to many health issues, such as fast heart rate, rapid breathing, seating or Um, of feeling tired. Um, And it is so obvious that when you don't have Christ as your anchor, people will drift in a sea of worry and anxiety. When you have no faith in God, people will just drift. They would just drift. Are you hearing me? I just want to set this up. Um, anxiety is a thief. Come on, say anxiety is a thief. Anxiety. It will steal your confidence. It will steal your peace. It will steal your joy. Uh, in, in my research of this, I came uh, to a preacher who was talking on this subject and he tells this story. So I'm going to tell this story. I thought it was, um, it, it, it kind of shows you what anxiety would do. Uh, there, there was a woman, uh, her and her husband moved into this beautiful house. And there was a woman who could not sleep at night because she feared that someone would break into her house. And she could never rest at night because she she just always feared that someone would break into this house and steal her valuable. This went on for years. Years it went on and she could never really have good rest. And finally one night, uh, uh, her and her husband was in the bed and they heard something downstairs. So the husband went downstairs uh, uh, to find out there was a thief or a burglar in the house. Uh, and, And the husband said, uh, can you come upstairs? My wife been wanting to meet you for 10 years. <laughs> now, the, 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 the simple message in that story is quite clear. A thief can steal from you once, but anxiety can steal from you decades. You can be trapped in the mind for a long time worrying about something you cannot change. But we're going to have victory today. Anybody going to have victory over this today? Come on, say, I'm going to have victory over my mind today. Anxiety can steal from you decades. A mind of suspicion, a a mind of hypotheticals, it can vacate reality, even sometimes without evidence. Your mind can can just put up scenarios and hypotheticals that you cannot even change, but you just rehearse and worry. I hear you. So many times, we worry about perceived dangers while we ignore real ones. We worry about perceived dangers while we ignore real ones. Are you hearing me? Now, living in this Midwest, um, and then some, some uh, states that have different seasons, they even have what they call seasonal disorders where uh, the lack of, of, of shortened days and less sunlight, the lack of sunlight can add to uh, the, the negative mood of a person. Uh, they, they even diagnose that scientifically that uh, you, you just feel better when the sun is shining. Hallelujah. Weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning. Come on, say joy comes in the morning. Now, even in the Bible, I want to set this up, but we're going to get to the main point. Even in the Bible, uh, brethren, uh, you theologians over there, even in the Bible, uh, there are examples of worry and anxiety. Now, I'll just take you to one of them. Uh, Go to uh, Daniel 6 uh, and 18. Now, you remember... Uh, Daniel being thrown in the lion's den, and and the people uh, kind of tricked King Darius into putting Daniel in the lion's den. And Daniel, uh, the king really liked Daniel or loved Daniel, but they put him in uh, uh, this this handcuffed of his words, and uh, he made he made a decree and a declare, and he could not be taken back. Uh, So the Bible says uh, after uh, the king had to put Daniel in the lion's den, it says in verse 18, now the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. Now this fasting does not mean he was praying. That means without food. Fasting means without food. Uh, So he couldn't eat. And then... And no musicians were brought before. In other words, usually they would serenade him. He didn't want his usual uh, 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 dancing, the women dancing and music. He didn't want a party. Uh, he didn't want to eat. And watch this. Also, his sleep went from him. You, you, you know, you you you've been worried about something and you can't sleep. Now, now he 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 couldn't sleep. He couldn't eat. He didn't want to party because he was worried about Daniel. He had anxiety. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste to the den of the lions. And when he came to the den, he cried out with lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying, Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. Now, now watch this. Isn't that amazing? Now, now watch this. The, the king couldn't sleep. Daniel was in the lion's den, and he slept good. The, the, the king was worried And Daniel was right next to a lion, used him as a pillow, and he slept good. So what it is is the saints who trust in the Lord, no matter what you're facing, you can sleep good at night if you trust in the Lord. It's the ones who don't have Jesus and the ones who don't know how to put their trust in him. They're the worried ones. So now uh, I want to take you to our text because um, I think we laid out what uh, an anxious, anxious mind can do. But but I want to take you to the text. Now, first we'll go to Philippians 4. And six and seven. Now, I want you to look at that. But to really get the point of these two verses, I want you to notice uh, the entire chapter starting at verse one. Paul starts every verse in a commanding voice. He's using these words that are so pointed. Verse one. Uh, it says, "Stand fast. Uh, stand fast in the Lord." Uh, uh, verse two, it says, "I implore or I beg you." He's literally saying, "I beg you, stand fast." I implore you. Then he says, "I in verse three, I urge you, strong and, I urge you. Then he says. In verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, in other words, say, rejoice in the Lord. I'm telling you, rejoice. If you want to get over this, rejoice. He's, he's saying these pointed words. In verse 6, he says, be anxious for nothing. He didn't suggest it. He said, stop it. And then he says, the peace of God will. It didn't say may. It said will. Did you did you hear all see these strong words? It's, 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 it's a command. Like he's he's telling you, he's commanding you. This is what you do. Now, to many of you, this sounds simple, but I will submit to you, this is not simplistic. It sounds simple, but it is not simplistic. So many people are stuck in the mind of anxiety and worry and they never experience the peace of God guarding the heart and the mind. Some people are stuck there. So um, uh, as I said before when we were talking about decreeing the word of God, many people they speak and they declare and decree their feelings, but they don't declare and decree their belief. Think about that. Many of us declare and decree our feelings, real time, but we never declare our belief. And our belief is our truth in the word of God and what God can do. So we need to start declaring the word of truth and not just pronouncing what we feel at a particular time. Amen. Now, here is the problem. Because the word, or the Bible, in both texts, in Matthew and in uh, Philippians, it, it says the word anxious, which is a Greek word, uh, that that Greek word um, is it, it it is made up of two other Greek words, but that Greek word um, means worry or anxious or care or concern. That's what that word means when it says "be anxious for nothing," and then when Jesus says, "Don't worry about nothing," uh, same word is being used now. Um, um, that, that Greek word is made up of, of two other Greek words. Now, the two other Greek words make up the word of concern and worry and anxious. Um, and I, I think to pronounce it, I'm try, I don't want to butcher the word, um, um, and I, that's why I didn't say it, but it, it's, it's a ma, ma, marino or ma, marao, marao, um, but there's two other Greek words that make up that word marao. Um, The two words are marizo and naos. Now maritzo means to tear or to separate. And, and naos means the mind. Now, think about that. Uh, the first word means to separate, to tear. And then the second part of that Nails means the mind. So, ma, mineos, uh is the word, and it literally means um, a divided mind. So, anxiety and worry comes from the fact that my mind is divided. That's why I have no rest. Um, and even in the book of James, it tells us a divided mind or divide a man a divided man is unstable in all his ways if your mind is divided you're unstable in all your ways are you hearing me so so what do we do to bring the mind in what what do we do well first of all we want to make sure we understand what the Word of God says. And listen at this. Be anxious for nothing. It's a commandment. Come on, say it's a commandment. So what he is saying is, I command you to stop worrying. That's how it's written. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Now, listen at what he is saying. He didn't just say, but pray, but he says, but in everything by prayer, supplication, thanksgiving, let your request be made known. Supplication is not just requesting God, supplication is crying out to God. So in other words, my, my concern and my worry can be substituted, but not just letting my mind just take me places, but crying out to the Lord. Say, Lord, help me. But then it says, but in everything By prayer. Isn't it amazing that I can talk to people? Isn't it amazing they can always say the same thing? You know, I tried that. I tried that. I tried that. I tried that and that don't work. All I can do is just pray. Why is it that the most important thing we should be doing is the last thing we try? Why is it so easy to check the bank account, to check that, to see if that would help me. And, and we, we, we exhaust everything, and then we say, well, all I can do is pray. Did you know you just said? And Paul said, he didn't say, be anxious for nothing and then try everything, then pray. But he says, in every... Y'all looking at me funny. He says, in everything by prayer, supplication. With, in other words, what he is saying is, let prayer accompany worship. Let prayer accompany thanksgiving. In other words, build a worship center in your prayer life because It's going to be hard if there's some concern to just say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Sometimes I've got to sing. Sometimes I've got to cry out. But I've got to build a place of worship. So so what he is saying is, he is saying it's easy. But what he is saying is, I command you, this is how you overcome anxiety. Are you hearing me? See, a lot of times we think that uh, mental illness is not real. And sometimes we think, when you say mental illness, you think of crazy people. You better deal with your mind before you go crazy. You, you, You better deal with issues before those issues run you crazy. Are you hearing me? And he says, this is how you do. Remember when Jesus said, uh, well, the, the commentator said, and he spoke these this parable saying that men should always pray and not faint. And... And then he goes on and, and Jesus tells the parable. But the point is, the point was men should always pray and not faint. Pray first. Worship first. Because you know why? I can guarantee you, worry and worship cannot be in the same mind. Either you're going to worry or you're going to worship. It can't be there at the same time. Are you hearing me? Preacher, you're telling a worrier not to worry. (laughs) Is that even possible? Well, watch this. The world says that anxiety can be managed. The Word of God says you can eliminate it. The world says... Manage your stress. Manage it. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll say, you know, um, breathe. Go to a yoga class. Not the saints. Or so you like me. Go to exercise. That's, that's managing stress. The word says you can eliminate it. It didn't say worry less. It says, literally, have no care for nothing. Don't let let nothing bother you. And he says, this is how you do it. Prayer, supplication, thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. See, see, when you say, see, so you don't go up there and say, Lord, you know everything. Lord, why do I, I don't even have to tell you what, you know. It didn't say that. It said pray specifically. Why? You know, it's kind of like this. Um, um, I, I can watch my, uh, I can watch my uh, granddaughter and, and she'll try to do what I did. So I I put a puzzle together, not with her, but she just there. (laughs) But she was trying to put the puzzle together. And I knew she couldn't do it, so I just watched her. And she tried, and then she would say, Grandpa, help me, please. Grandpa, help me, please. Now, I knew what she needed, but I was just waiting for her to say, Grandpa, help me, please. The Lord is watching you make a mess of your life. And all he wants you to do is say, God, help me, please. Yeah. Hallelujah. We, we, we're, we're so independent. I got this. I'm going to come to the Lord on my terms. I'm going to work things out. And God is just saying, you can't put that puzzle together. If you could, I wouldn't have came as Jesus Christ. And he just wants you to specifically say, Lord, I need your help in this matter. Come on, say hallelujah. Come on, say make your requests known. And then it says, with thanksgiving. Now, it's easy to thank God for something that you like. But it says to combat anxiousness when you don't think you have nothing to thank God for. It literally saying with thanks, In other words, thank Him when there is no thankful situation. Now, he, he tells you how to do it. I didn't get to that last part, but uh, since it's in the text, he, he, what he's saying is, how do I overcome worrying? He says, whatever things are true, noble, just think on these things. And what he's saying is, don't let your feelings take you there. Take your feelings to the word. Are you hearing me? Oh, you gotta you gotta command yourself. I was I was thinking about some stuff about this church. This this church <laughs> keep me saying. <laughs> But I was thinking about some stuff, uh, and it's like every time uh, we waiting on parts, we had to bring this, and wait, no, wait, no, got to get this thing. We had the money just waiting on something. I'm like, I can't even fix nothing because I can't get nothing because everything's on back order. So even when we had the money, and then things, other things were coming up, and I was thinking, 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 thinking. And the Lord brought to my remembrance what I preached in January about decreeing the word. And the Holy Ghost said, now if you're going to preach it, do it. And I had to literally make myself get up, and I had to find the Word of God where it says, don't worry about anything, but in all things, pray. And I had to make myself stop thinking about what you don't, what you need. What, you, you, can, you can go crazy. And I had to literally make myself get down on my knee and thank God and start decreeing the word of God. Lord, you said the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the... I'm a righteous man. Lord, send the wicked to to, to drop what we need. Lord, you said the provision is in the house. Lord, you said go and buy this. You will honor it. I start praying his promises and praying the word, and after a while, I felt better. Yeah. You'll feel better, but you, you, you can't sit there in a depressed. It'll, it'll rehearse you. It'll rehearse it, and then hypotheticals, and then situations, and then you'll be dreaming about the worst case scenario. You'll be dreaming about oh, I was put out, and uh, your, your mind will create a two-hour movie and you are the star and you're going to get a Grammy, you're going to get an Academy Award for your worrying. And you've got to, it, it, Paul says, be, don't. He didn't, he didn't suggest. Now where did he get that from? He got it from Jesus. Let's go to our second text. So so Paul says all this, but he gets it, he gets his authority from Jesus. Because listen at how Jesus talks. Uh, and, and And Jesus says in Matthew 6, starting at verse 25, therefore I say to you, what did he say? Do not worry about your life Paul says what Jesus says that's good preaching, you say Paul, I may not be able to preach like Paul, well Paul got it from Jesus first Jesus was the greatest preacher and he says do not worry." that worry and then Philippians anxious is the same word same word, that same Greek word that, that, that's translated from those two words, uh, a separate or the tear down and the mind, a separated mind. Don't worry about life. What will you eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more? In other words, uh, in life more than what you don't have, what you think you need? And then... And then he says something that maybe 99% of you have not done. See, and when I read that, I'm like, you know what, Jesus? I'm going to just start obeying you. You know what Jesus says? He tells you, look at the birds. Now, that's your homework assignment. When you start worrying, I want, I want you to go out and look at the birds. Tell your neighbor, you got a homework assignment. I'm just telling you what Jesus said. He said, "Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into the barns. Yet what your heavenly did he said, the birds feed themselves. He said, your heavenly father feeds them. Now, isn't that amazing? So I'm just so stupid. I went and looked at a bird. Isn't it amazing?" that uh, when I looked at the bird, the bird wasn't out doing this. What you doing, bird? Oh, the Lord gonna feed me. But he was out looking and obtaining and getting his daily food. And I didn't see the bird doing this. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? ain't got no no worm yet oh Lord Jesus I don't know what I'm going to do it's almost daybreak no they were just out there get one in his mouth it's hanging down and they fly back to the to the nest then they then they feed their baby they come back out they just as calm they 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 didn't put no see y'all ain't obeying the word come on look at somebody say jesus said look at the birds look at the birds topping you a bird man they they ain't worried they ain't worried. They ain't stressed out. You don't see no bird going to counseling, sitting on the couch. They just as calm. Y'all, I, I'm I'm serious. Jesus said, look at the birds. They don't, they don't plant worms. They, they, don't, they, they don't sow, they don't reap. They don't contribute to, the, to that chain of society. They, they don't even, they just go out there and get something. And I ain't seen no malnutrition robbing. I, I ain't seen nothing barely, made. They, they just as fat. And listen to listen what Jesus said. He said, are you not? Of more value than a bird this is Jesus he said, aren't you more valuable than that pigeon aren't you more valuable? are you? are you? And then he says, which of you by worrying can add in other words he said, you worry you can't do nothing about it What 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 is that doing? Y'all don't like this kind of preaching. Am I telling you the word? So then he then he reiterates. So why do you worry about? In other words, why do you worry about something you can't change? He said, consider the lilies of the field. How they grow. They need a Jesus. God always points to His creation. Because you know why God points to his creation? Because he made man higher than your creation and gave them dominion. But he tells man that, why are you so worried when people that don't have a brain, don't have a soul, uh, or they don't have your intellect, and I'm taking care of them? Isn't that what he's saying? And then he says, and yet, I say to you that even, so- in other words, he's saying, God's saying, my flowers are more beautiful than Solomon's garments. As rich as Solomon was, he had all those tailors, they couldn't make nothing more beautiful. Ain't nothing more beautiful than flowers. Of all the stuff I can give my wife, I'll bring her some beautiful flowers that will still melt her heart. I'm, I'm getting ready to close. Are you all getting the message? Now, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? Jesus is saying if he did it for creation, he will do it for you. Hallelujah. Come on, say hallelujah. Therefore do not worry saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all of these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. In other words, just get close to God. Seek what God wants. Seek what God likes. And all of these things shall be added to you. Then he says, therefore, do not worry. Do you know how many times Jesus says worry here? So Paul says, be anxious for nothing. Jesus says, do not worry. Because you can't change things by worrying. Paul says, this is how you combat it, by worship. This is how, so my last point, it is a redirection or a new focus. Come on, say a redirection and a new focus. Come on, say a redirection and a new focus. Now, you can get into a rut, but you gotta learn how to break through the rut. Because sometimes your feelings will say something else. You know, coming, coming off coming off the consecration, then I had to get back into the, to the mode of, of going to the gym. And then coming off the pandemic, I didn't go, so I had to, my routine was all messed up. So uh, I had to, I got out of a, it was so hard, to go to the gym because I got, the, got out of the routine. And then, you know what? So, you get so into a rut, I was talking myself out of not going. Yeah. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll come. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Weeks pass. I I, I kept doing it tomorrow. I'll never no, tomorrow I'll never came And then you had to, one time I was just, I was like, you just don't feel like it. I just don't feel like it. I just, but one time I just made myself go. I made myself go. Didn't feel it, but when I started, I was like, "This feels pretty good." Because sometimes you can, you you can uh, not want to start because the devil will keep you from 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 not praying. Because if I start it, I know it will help me. So the hardest part is to start it. So it is a redirection and a. Uh, a, a new focus In other words Come on say Y'all remember that scripture Casting all your care And I'm leaving Casting all your care upon him For he cares for you You watch this When my wife comes home She'll have a bag And she'll have her purse And she may have something else And when she comes home She'll, she'll put the purse on the table Or she'll put the bag down by the door uh, Kristen comes home uh, from work with her uh, for sure a bag, whatever that p- pronouncing is, and she'll put it in the corner. Uh, Chris, K- Kaylee even has a, a backpack. Uh, some of us have bags, but here's my point. We don't carry the bag to bed. We're not walking around the house with the backpack on. Listen at me clearly. We, when we get into that place there are some things we cast off, and and that word "cast" really means. So, in other words, uh, and you're, in other words, you're putting it somewhere else. That that what I carry now, I'm placing it somewhere else. So what it says casting all your cares, what you're doing is you're taking the backpack of worries. You're taking the backpack of situations. You're taking the backpack of problems. And when I come into the presence of the Lord, I'm... Come on, say, casting... All your cares upon him, for he what? For he careth. In other words, God is saying, give them to me. Give them to me. Come on, say, give them to me. Give them to the Lord. Casting. Oh, my cares, I'm, I'm, I'm casting. I'm, I'm, I'm literally taking off and I'm casting. We're going to cast our cares upon him. And I'm not picking them up no more. That, that old song that they said, If the world from you withhold all of the silver and its gold, and I have to get along with meager affairs, Just remember in his word how he feeds the little bird. Take your burdens to the Lord and then leave them. Sometimes we pray and pick them back up. Sometimes we pray like therapy, but we don't learn how to Cast it and leave it. My wife, after 30 years, there were some things that the quirks that we really didn't see eye to eye on. But she came to a point and she was like, I like, you don't, you don't we don't worry about that. And she's like, you know what? I get at the Lord. That's between you and God. And I ain't a time to be fooled with that. In other words, I <laughs> My last point, and, and, and this, is, this is the main point. Watch this. When Paul says that in everything pray, supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests may be made known to God, then he says, here is the good part. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding wait so in other words don't try to figure out the peace of God don't try to understand why you're not going crazy in crazy situations watch this and the peace of God will what guard your hearts and mind you know what See, when I I look at words, I just just picture. What does a guard do? He stands at the door to make sure nothing gets in. So when I have learned how to cast my care, when I've learned how to pray about everything, God says, I'm going to send some guards to make sure... You don't get stressed out no more. Because it says, and the peace of God, which you can't even understand, will guard your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. Look at somebody and say, I am guarded... By Jesus. Everybody standing. Listen. Listen at that. He's literally saying, if you trade your anxiety in for a life of worship and prayer. Kristen, said, my, my wife, she, I always refer to her as I live with her, but sometimes there was some time when she she was worried about something maybe job stuff or other stuff, and sometimes she'll be we can hear her because we have hardwood floors, and we can hear her she's literally shouting and dancing she has she has earphones in listening to I guess some gospel music and and she's just in other words she's like before this thought consumes me I'm going to worship I'm going to praise now the problem is some of us have have entered verse 6 with anxiousness but we didn't leave out verse 7 with the peace of God but some of us are still in that anxiousness and it's not complete and the Lord's saying, you're, you're not complete. He is saying, give it to me. I want to I pray for your mind. Come on to the altar. I want to pray for your mind. I want to pray for the mind. Hallelujah. I want to pray for your mind. He, he will work it out. 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 I'm not telling you anything that I have not been through. I'm not telling you anything I have not been through. I can tell you stories about financial problems. I can tell you stories about sickness in family members. I can tell you. and And through it all, we trusted in the Lord. And we did not have pity parties bow that head this is not about you this is not about trying to fake it this is really giving my burdens to the Lord giving my burdens to the Lord hallelujah lift those hands in surrenderance. say Lord Thank you for your word. Father, I will decree and speak your word. My feelings are saying one thing, but I will not live there because it is against your word. You have told me in everything to pray. In everything by supplication. In everything by thanksgiving. And to let my request be known unto you. Father, help me. Strengthen me. But I will release these problems, situations, cares to you. Come on, say, Lord, I cast it into your hands. I cast my cares to you. I cast my finances to you. I cast my marriage to you. I cast every situation to you. Because you care for all. And Father, I'm saying amen to everything that have been prayed and spoken Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm coming against the devil. I'm coming against the evil one. You have made us and put us in a place of destiny. And Father, it is the enemy that wants to kill, steal, and destroy. But you have given us life and life more abundantly. So begin to thank him and worship him. Hallelujah. Begin to worship him. Begin to worship him. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.